You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Welcome to season number three and episode 81 of The Daily Beaver here on the Cryer Media Network. Today, recording day is Tuesday, March 21st. Welcome spring at 2023, and it will be a mostly sunny day here at the Beaver Lodge with temperatures hitting five degrees Celsius. I'm your host, the eager beaver, pronouns he, him, hey, Mr. Beaver, eh? And with me, as always, is my good friend, Mr. Grizzly. Of course, a big thank you goes to our podcast's founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing and CanadianTarot.com. We have a Tuesday morning nibble for you today, kids. But first, the most important thing we do every day is make sure that we say hello to Mr. Grizzly and ask him, how's his mental health today? So, good morning, Mr. Grizzly. Hello. How's your mental health today? Good morning, Mr. Beaver. Um, I, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. <laughs> I need more coffee. You're sure. <laughs> well, I could, I could use some more coffee. Um, I am a little tired, but uh, I think I'm pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't hate myself, so you know that's good, right? Usually, <laughs> I mean, you can love yourself a little too much. <laughs> I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> then I'd be a complete narcissist, wouldn't I be? And that uh, I am not. No, you are not. That is that is very true. Um, good morning, Kit Linda M. Good morning, Kit Daniel. Good morning, Kit Saucy. So lovely to see you today. Uh, there's a lot going on, Mr. Grizzly. Yeah, there is. I've got a couple of quick hits for you. Okay. As always. First off, let's start it off with um, the most uh, reviled man in Canadian politics, which I think we can all figure out who that is pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And uh, his refusal to be briefed mm-hmm. on the entire CPC, uh, CCP thing. A trap and a trick that Trudeau would bring in MPs yeah. from your party. And they're already in. Well, no, you're, no, no, you're no, so, so if I could, if, if I could correct the falsehood in your question. The question was yesterday was whether I would go in and personally get briefed about secrets of the state. And the answer, if I could answer your question... And, and the answer I gave was, of course not, because then I would use that to silence, silence me from speaking out any further. It would then become illegal for me to speak out. Now, you don't have the clearance. <laughs> Smug little bastard. 
What a smug little prick. So then it, the, the, the immediate response, the first tweet response to that is, um, is this one, which I think is a thing of beauty, quite frankly. So basically what you're saying, Pierre Polliver, is that it would be illegal for PMJ, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau to speak right. out about this, but yet you keep wasting question period uh, asking questions you know would be illegal for him to answer. Do you even listen to yourself when you speak? Another epic fail. Pretty much, right? Again, I keep on asking. Like the, the, it's the oh, oh god, not Chris Rock, the other guy that has um, Chris Tucker question. Do mm. you understand the words that are coming out of your mouth as they are coming out of your mouth? Yeah, exactly. It's like if you don't want to go because you don't want to be silenced, then why are you complaining that the prime minister who you claim was briefed is silent? And I have an immediate follow up to this, <laughs> and this is a barn burner. This this should shut up that little shit forever. It but won't. It won't. But this should because this is two minutes and thirteen seconds of a bomb, a gigantic bomb. Watch this. Okay. Well, Michelle Juno Katsuya, pardon me, says Canadian policymakers have been ignoring warnings from him and others for decades. Mm-hmm. Katsuya joins us now from Ramouski, Quebec. Michael, or Michelle, pardon me, thank you so much for taking time. We know this story keeps evolving. How serious is China's political interference from your perspective in Canadian politics? It became extremely serious. It became extremely dangerous also for our democracy, for our system. Uh, I was the chief of Asia-Pacific for CSUS in the mid-90s when we were corresponding with our uh, U.S. counterpart. And we were exchanging data, we were exchanging worries about what was going on. Uh, When we published our report, it was totally cited and, and nobody wanted to pay attention to what we were saying. At that period of time, we could have been capable to probably mitigate the threat that China was starting to uh, 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 engage against us. Today, it has evolved to the size that now the revelation of the Globe and Mail uh, tells us. And uh, this whistleblower is doing us a service to reveal what uh, all government, every party, every government has ignored for decades now. So it's not only this current government that is at fault. All previous governments were also ignoring what we were saying. Uh, The other element is definitely we have evidence that we have been infiltrated by agent of influence, uh, people working on behalf of the Chinese intelligence service, uh, not necessarily spy, but people who have been recruited and being capable to influence the power at bay. So uh, this has been going on for the last 40 years, from Mr. Mulroney all the way to Mr. Trudeau today. Every prime minister has been uh, has been compromised at one point or another by those agents of influence. Every prime minister, you say, has been compromised Every by those agents. Prime Every prime minister. Every government, every office was compromised. And when we brought the, the warning, nobody listened. Well, that's a bombshell. Wow. Yeah. Now, I, I do want to correct his language, though. He, okay. and, and maybe it's a language barrier. He called the leaker a whistleblower. It's a leaker, not a whistleblower. There's a difference. Yeah. There's a difference in that. And that the whistleblower word is goes through the process. Yes. Correct. This was a, a leak by somebody who leaked state secrets. Yeah. But wow. Back to Mulrooney. But again, so again, it should shut this. up. Yeah. Oh, we did. We did. It should shut up, Pierre. It won't. I won't, but this is common knowledge. And now he'll play, you know, he can feign ignorance all day long because he refused to be briefed. So he could make political hay out of this. But people in his committee, people in his caucus have been briefed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And they have the duty to be telling him in that case if he's off the rails. Yeah, they won't. So that's the next follow-up question then. Mm -hmm. Right, the painfully obvious follow-up question. The first one is, well, of course, well, then why are you bitching because the prime minister is not saying anything because you're claiming he has seen the documents, number one. That's a follow-up question. But number two, okay, you haven't seen the documents, but you have two MPs, at least, that sit on ENSICOP and have seen the documents. Have they not told you that you are off the mark? 
If not, why not? Have you asked them if you are off the mark? This is what I'm going to go out to say. Does this correspond with what you've seen in committee? Seems like an easy check to do. Maybe, perhaps. I don't know. Never know. Just, I mean, if you don't want to know, you don't ask. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Wow. That is. That's a bombshell. If we had regular functioning news media, that would be like playing once an hour, every hour, that little clip on until they responded. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. On the 27th, that clip was sent to me, by the way, by, uh, by Clinton, uh, Clinton DeVoe. Uh, he sent that to me last night. Or I'm not sure what time you sent it to me, actually, but I, I was just going over stuff this morning. I thought, ooh, that's 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 a bombshell of a clip that needs to be aired. Mm. Yeah, it was last night yeah. he sent that to me. So thanks, Clinton. I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, please you send me those links so uh, for both for both of those tweets so I can circulate them on uh, on our feed as well. Yeah, wow. I will do that. Oh my God! Wow, that's amazing. Um, yeah. Do you have a couple of other things or? Uh, well, there is another thing that was just sent to me a few minutes ago by Thunder Bay Ed. Um, just sent me a DM. Uh, this is interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this up on the screen. Let me just blow it up a little bit. It's 42 seconds of nasal uh, nasal voice, but um, it's the interesting follow up that uh, I think is is something we need to pay attention to. So, oops, I forgot to. Uh, did I turn on the sound? Yeah, tell me if you can hear this. You should be able to hear this. Anyway, so let's start with this. Will Jagmeet Singh, Jagmeet Singh stop shielding his Liberal coalition partners and stand up for Canadian democracy? Or is this a secret part of his backroom deal with Trudeau? Okay, it's not a backroom deal. Canadians deserve answers. Trudeau's top advisor must testify. We know now from leaked intelligence reports that the Liberal Party received help in multiple elections from the communist government in Beijing, which wanted to keep the prime minister in place. We know that his top campaign officials like Katie Telford would have been aware of this help. And we need to know exactly what she knew and what the prime minister knew. Only she can answer these questions, but only the leader of the NDP will decide. He has the deciding vote. So the question for him is, will he help his boss, the prime minister, cover up, or will he vote for the, the, the Prime Minister's Chief of Staff to testify. Which is it? His boss? His boss? I'm sorry, Justin Trudeau is not Jagmeet Singh's boss. We are. Number one. But here's the follow-up from Thunder Bay at concerns about Pierre Polliver's leadership. Anti-abortion groups angered by ouster of candidate for conservative nomination. Two national anti-abortion groups are raising concerns about Pierre Polliver's leadership after the Federal Conservative Party upheld the disqualification of a candidate for a party nomination in Ontario, although he was backed by five MPs. Garrett Van Dorland's supporters included Leslin Lewis, a two-time candidate for the leadership of the Conservatives. Interesting follow-up. I don't, I, it's a bit of a non sequitur, but that was the follow up I was sent, so I thought I'd post it. Okay. But, you know, the way he rails on, yeah. it's just. I'm not sure about the follow up part to that. No, it's not really. I don't think it's a follow up to that. I think it's just more of a call out more than anything okay. else. Well, the thing about that clip is that the two things that Polliver said is not true. Mm hmm. The two things he said that we know, I can't remember what the first one is off the top of my head, but we don't know those things. We don't know. (laughs) We don't know. And if the first thing he said is true based on what the previous clip you showed us said, well, what about the three elections that the Conservative Party ran in which he benefited because he got his seat? Mm -hmm. And this is from 14 And if they've been helping, pardon? It's 14 hours ago that. Yeah. So if, I mean, but if they've been helping since the days of Mulroney, then mm-hmm. they helped you too, didn't they, PP? Yeah. I guess, and again, as we've stated, this type of influence campaign can be done where the people affected or targeted are unwitting. So why would it be necessarily so that Katie Telford would be aware? It's like, what, did they send her a memo? We're about wow. to. No, but it's like we're about to influence your elections now. We thought we we thought you should know in case like some 
little pissant opposition leaders claims you do. <laughs> well, this this uh, is a good one from Jillian right here. What is shocking is that Harper would bind Canada to China despite that deep knowledge, and that's a fact. Yes. We keep on saying 31 FIPA, years. FIPA was Harper's penance for having embarrassed China the first two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he bent over and took it. It's, it's what he did. He bent over. He handed it's, us to China for 31 years. It's the only reason that explains why it is we were not allowed to know anything. Because yeah. any, any other free deal, we, we saw NAFTA 2 organi- negotiated before our eyes. We saw the CPTPP negotiated before our eyes. We saw the CETA deal negotiated before our eyes. Whatever we're negotiating with the UK to establish a new tree, free trade deal with the UK because of CETA fell apart. Uh, not, CETA, they, they, not CETA fell apart, but they withdrew from CETA. Right. By withdrawing, withdrawing from the EU. Um, all those, we saw people going back and forth, and we were getting reports on how things were going along the way. Mm-hmm. This, was the, this was the one of these things is not like the others. <laughs> Very right. much so. Yeah. All right. I have a few things. Okay. <clears throat> Here's our friend, Caillou. Oh, what did he do now? Oh, he's he broke one of the first rules of being gay. What's that? Never tell people you're tired. People might agree. <laughs> or revolting. I'm revolting. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm tired. Oh, I agree. You're is, most that, is, that, tired. is that the Dutch flag in his... In yes. His, uh, yeah. Yes. Yes, he's a big fan of the farmers in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a cute apparently, thing. To or be. apparently leading some type of revolution. Not uh, really. So he says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he says. These are the farmers. They really know how to fight. Well, I wish we had these people here. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. <laughs> uh, then. Why isn't. I thought he was a proud Canadian. Oh, well, you know. We've Sorry. let him down. I only have one flag in my bio, and that's the Canadian flag, and it's yeah. been there for 10-plus years. Yeah. It, it, it seems that we've let him down. Hmm. Um, well, halfway around the world. There, then? Right. Oh, boy, would he be in for a shock if he moved to the Netherlands? Mm. <laughs> you want to talk liberal policies, my friends? Well, the government the currently in place is conservative, so maybe that's well, why he... Dutch conservative, I guess, is not like the Dutch conservatives in this country. I mean, prostitution is still legal. Brothels are everywhere. Tipple zones are everywhere. You know what a tipple zone is? Look it up. You might find it to be interesting. They're basically um, roadside stops where you can go with a prostitute and exchange your... Exchange good for services. (laughs) Exchange your digits. Yes. <clears throat> they call them tipple zones where you can okay. go in and, and do what you want to do. Interesting. On the side of a road, like literally yep. they're like roadside stops. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, halfway around the world, um, a certain chairman is meeting a certain Hitler wannabe. Oh, who's that now? So Christian Anderson, Christine Anderson, I suppose. No, no. The oh, big guys. One. Oh, the Putin? big guys. Pucci. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got we, we to gotta get names. You know how we got like Benifer and whatnot? Mm-hmm. This is Pucci. Pucci, right. Yes, I see that. That's good. Pucci. <laughs> so, a warm handshake, right? A warm uh, handshake. Um, a warm handshake. Uh, whoa, darn. Okay, hang on, that's really that is not the picture that was supposed to follow that for some reason. <laughs> See if you can find it, because that makes me dizzy. There we go. Um, what's going on here? Please tell me this is photoshopped. Is he kissing his ring? That's what he's doing. He's kissing it his ring. It looks like it. It could be Putin is down on Putin is pulling a Kaepernick for G here. Well, maybe it's just the advanced Parkinson and he fell to his knees. Could be, but although G I'm surprised seems to be that photo here. was yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm surprised that photo was allowed to be uh, 
distributed. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 So uh, they are visiting, and it uh, Putin is basically describing this trip as being a sign that China is getting in the trenches with Russia. Um, not too sure if that is the case, but China definitely has an interest in trying to uh, raise Russia's level a little bit to keep this going as far as possible, because if that is the case, then Russia is depleting itself, which helps China, and the West is depleting itself, which also helps China. Yeah, Xi wins in the end. Yes. So Xi has a perfect vested, again, right? As Bo of the Fifth Column keeps saying, the international poker table where everybody's cheating. Mm-hmm. Xi has a definite self-interest in slipping Putin a few cards under the table to keep this going in order to deplete the other partner or the other players at the table. Now, uh, Sergei Bachenko, who's a professor of international relations at John Hopkins University, um, says that this is even more of a sign that Russia is indeed uh, isolated and needs to buy, needs China to buy its energy and goods. Um, Also, when uh, we were with Kit Hugh over the weekend, he was uh, playing me something, and it seems that... uh, Russia is getting to the point where its currency reserves are low enough that the sanctions might be able might be starting to bite more in that Russia will have a more difficult time hiding from its people mm. um, because they've got less and less things to jig around. They've still got some decent gold reserves. Um, then they have some foreign currency reserves. They've been buying uh, currencies in other denominations because the Russian currency is not accepted everywhere. Those um, are Yep. But they are um, running annual deficits that are getting larger and larger, and soon they will not be able to cover it by other means. So China's still- bailing them out, but China's about to go bankrupt. Didn't Evergrande just declare bankruptcy for something like $980 billion or something yeah, like China- that? Yeah, China's in a bit of a, not in the best position either at the moment. No, they'll just print more money. Mm-hmm. So uh, Bachenko says, and uh, that's what that photo sort of uh, indicates to me, I think many Russian political elites will find that being a vassal of China is very humiliating. Mm. But it's even more humiliating to be defeated by the West, so they have to choose between two forms of humiliation here. Basically what's going on, and Putin has decided who he's bowing to. Uh, Putin's also hoping to build a new 2,600-kilometer pipeline called the Power of Siberia 2. And uh, China and Russia right now are discussing the cost-sharing. So there's a lot of speculation that uh, if there isn't an agreement on cost-sharing right now, it means that China's probably putting the screws to Russia to get an even more better deal where China gets a little... Russia gets a little exploited. Just a little more. Just a smidge. I don't know, Vladdy. If you had to choose between China and the West, I think you would have had much more freedom if you had chosen the West. Well, you know, dictator's going to dictate. Yep. Dictator's going to dictate. Meanwhile, while we are preparing for a beautiful visit from our best friends south of us, President Joe Biden will be arriving on the 23rd and 24th to visit Canada and will be accompanied by the First Lady, Jill Biden. And all in-office meetings in my building have been scheduled to go online only over the next couple of days because of the traffic snarls the visit will create. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, while one president is getting ready to come to Canada... Another president's about to go to court. Yes, um, they, they were setting up fences. You're about to lose your job. You're about to lose your job. Take this dance. Oh, you will about to lose your job. They were setting up fences <laughs> yesterday outside the courthouse in New York City. The police were, I, I saw barricades going up, which means the arrest is probably going to take plus, place today. So when they march him into the courthouse to arraign him, that would mean that there's they're expecting big crowds. Well, I mean, Trump did put out a, because he never learns, and mm. essentially a tweet or a truth he calls him, I guess, on his other thing. Come to my arraignment, will be wild. 
for all intents and purposes. It seems that so far, um, there's only been a smattering of protests so far at the prospect. Nobody's really come out to eat his call. Now, of you course, think they've, they're change. beginning to realize that they're backing a, a, a loser? Do you think that realization is starting to happen for some people? For some of them, yes, but not for... Not for uh, enough yet. Not for enough, yeah. yeah. Not for enough yet. So, um, I don't know. It's almost, Mr. Grizzly, like we would need, oh, I don't know, just Christmas music above this. It's the it is, most yeah. wonderful time of the year. Well, Phil Chump's going to jail, and we all say hail, hail. We'll be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> it makes you wonder, right? It makes you wonder. It just um, warms the cockles and brings a tear to the eye. <laughs> well, so I, I'm curious to see if it happens. You know, if, if it happens, it's going to be a, a, a big news story. That's for darn sure, but... Uh, it'll be over and done with in a 24-hour news cycle and move on to something else. But uh, definitely it'll be a big news story today if it does happen. It's so beautiful. <laughs> well, this is an interesting quote from Linda. Also, going, to go, going up against the NYPD is totally different from breaking windows and pushing around Capitol Police. Yeah, something tells me they'll, 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 they'll prepare themselves and defend themselves and fight back much the way the Cidet du Quebec does when they bring out their riot squad. You don't want to mess with them. <laughs> Did you just call, say the Surette? Surette. Surete. Surete, sorry. <laughs> hey, the pronunciation was good. That's so cute. Surete du Quebec. It's much less menacing, though. Put your hands up. We're the Surette de Quebec. <laughs> Surete. The SQs. The SQs. The SQ. That's so cute. If you don't know who the SQ is, Google them. Um, they will. Don't mess with them. Don't, well, that's why I said when the when the occupation was kettled, uh-huh. all the Quebecois licensees, anybody who had a Quebec plate on, when they saw the SQs arrive, they got in their trucks, their vans, their cars, their tractor trailers, whatever they were driving, and got the hell out of there quickly, because they know. <laughs> The SQs don't come to play around. They like to crack skulls. Mm-hmm. And they do it. Indeed. Frequently. Yep, yep. I believe we had some live, some video of that, Mr. Grizzly. I don't see anything. Yeah, back in the day, uh, like this, we, we we had some live cam video from, from the time, if you would put it up there, Mr. Grizzly. Mm-hmm believe that's what they did yep yep that's exactly what they did (laughs) i'm out of here i'm out of here (laughs) bye-bye bye-bye thank you thank you (laughs) bye-bye um so it's uh it trump has been uh going all over the web saying i'm going to be arrested on tuesday i was kind of hoping they would do it on wednesday just to fuck with them I was kind of hoping they'd do it yesterday just to, to, to oh, catch awesome. him by surprise, right? Ah, bitch. He's, he's all prepped for, well, today's the day. Today's the day. Today's the day. What? <laughs> oh, darn. Did you tell people to come and protest your arraignment one day too late? No, what a shame. <laughs> so, yes, apparently there's been three signs that today might, in fact, be the day. One was the security preparations, from which we've seen evidence mm-hmm. uh, that uh, the orange uh, shit stains personal lawyer, because apparently he still is able to find one i hope the check cleared first just saying um trump's present lawyer says that he will turn himself in if indicted um now of course this is not because he suddenly found religion on the law that's because it avoids pictures and video of perk walks because while perp walks aren't so popular in Canada, mm-hmm. they're very big south. Oh yeah, it's a, well, it's 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 a big clickbait news story, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Huge clickbait news story. And, and orange is his color. <clears throat> uh, anyway, uh, it's camouflage. They'll never find him in jail. <laughs> Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Oh, look for the yellow hair. Look for the yellow hair. 
Oh, darn. So, and it seems that. <laughs> Sorry, I can't resist. No, uh, it seems, I had to get out the, the nail file. And it seems that Trump, one of Trump's former lawyers, Evan Cochran, who was working on the, the documents case. Remember, there were some people that uh, signed some papers saying that they attested that everything was there and then turns out it wasn't mm-hmm. and then it seems that uh the two layers say well i mean i was told that everything was there so i had people sign it rather than i checked myself <laughs> type thing well uh some guy one christina bob was one of them Evan cochran was the other one well it seems that Evan cochran had a federal judge determine that he must testify to the grand jury in the documents case because the case, in the judge's opinion, has met the crime fraud exception. (laughs) Yes, kids. Uh, All conversations with your lawyer are indeed confidential, except if you are having a conversation with your lawyer for the purposes of committing crime or fraud. It's called the crime fraud exception. Those types of communications with your lawyer are not privileged. No, no, they are not. No, they are not. No, they are not. Criming is criming. Don't be criming if you can't do Don't the timing. Don't be criming if you can't do the timing. <laughs> so, yeah, that seems like in, indeed, Kitty Lane, whoops. <laughs> Oopsie, poopsie. I had an you accident. You know, I do that. <laughs> I, I think I had an accident. I didn't do it. <laughs> Donald Urkel. Oh, that would be a great meme, wouldn't it? Donald Trump with pants like halfway <laughs> up the bill of suspenders. You know, I do that. <laughs> Somebody get on there. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Get that to DaCosta right away. <laughs> DaCosta, right. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of DaCosta, um, we have. Mm. Apparently, there's a new cable service. Oh. Uh, called uh, CPP, CPC Streaming. And they've got a whole new slate of TV shows. Oh, really? I'm yes. not familiar And with it seems show. that they're really, really, really excited about this one. They think that this one is going to be their number one show. They have high hopes for this one. Friends. Well, that could be interesting. Hmm? Starring David Johnston, the Aga Khan, Morris Rosenberg, Dominic Parton, and Justice Rouleau. Along with the episode the, where they all go skiing together is really funny. <laughs> the one where they go skiing. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you know, I mean, Johnston being eighty-one and Trudeau being fifty-one. Oh, the times they had growing up on the hills together. Yeah. Oh. I know that, that that's the one that kills me. They they were skiing buddies. There's a thirty-year difference in their age. I don't think they were skiing buddies. Oh man. When Johnson was doing the moguls, when Trudeau was just three, yeah. oh, he was so such an awe. Look, look, Johnston would have been my age when Trudeau was, you know, of age to go skiing. I don't, I don't, I do double black diamonds on my own and I can still do them. I don't do mogul runs. I don't do tricks. I don't do jumps. I avoid jumps at all cost because, you know, knees, they, they, they don't. It's enough that I can still ski the way I like to ski. I don't want mm. to destroy what's left. So. Uh, I'm just waiting for the images of like Trudeau and Johnston at the après ski. You know, Trudeau sitting on Johnston's lap, enjoying a bowl of hot chocolate <laughs> while he has a whiskey, uh, regaling each other with stories of <laughs> university days gone. Well, Johnston's stories of university days gone by because Justin hasn't gotten there yet. But you know, aspirations. You know. Where do they come having up an aspirational conversation about university? Well, these are the same idiots that that, that insist that uh, Fidel Castro was Justin Trudeau's father. The math doesn't math. He was hiding behind the couch the whole time. The math doesn't math. He was already three years old the first time they set foot in Cuba. The math doesn't math. Uh, conservatives can math real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, a, I have so, another one for you here. Friends, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. on CPC TV. <laughs> Watch it. I have another one for you here that I think uh, you'll appreciate this. So you know how Skippy went on about how he's going to remove the gatekeepers to make doctors and nurses licensed quicker in Canada. Well, I like this one. As a former nursing student, I am fucking livid about Pierre Poliver's national exams for doctors and nurses bullshit today. They already take national exams that entitle them to work in any province, you fucking morons. 
MDs take the MCCQE, RNs take the NCLEX, and LPNs, RPNs take the CPNRE. More bullshit from Pierre, because he's a specialist in bullshit. Obfuscation, lie, misdirection. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. How soon yeah, is he going to pivot from the China thing now that he's, now that we'll, uh, you know, he's refused to be briefed on it? And, and, mm. and everybody's been compromised since Brian Mulroney. Right. And, and this now explains why Harper tied us to, FIPA, to China for 31 years with FIPA in secret. Because he was compromised. What about that? What about that? Can we, can we investigate that a little bit further? Because holy shit. Well, that's what I assume that David Johnson will come back, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. With that type of thing. Because I'm guessing that there's going to be some type of inquiry or next stage. Oh, absolutely. Either it's going to go through the committee or there's going to be some type of inquiry. But Johnston is going to make some recommendations about the scope if he does that. And that scope is going to be just the overall thing as we keep on mentioning with changing technology and it being more accessible to more countries and being much easier to do. Mm-hmm. What do we do for the future? And how do we look back at that 40 years? I mean, if we have, if he's going to do that type of report, he's going to talk to former CSIS. Oh yes. Yeah, absolutely. Without so, I mean, he's going to, he, he, there's no way he's going to be able to limit that to just two years. If they're saying that it's been going on for 40 and successive governments have done nothing. He will of either stripe. He will investigate everything. So I um <laughs> Yeah, this this rapporteur thing, you know, while he's the prime minister's taking a lot of hits on it right now may have actually been a smart move because had we gone right away to you know, getting someone for an inquiry and they're already discussing the terms, we'd be missing all of these things that mm-hmm. the conservatives are doing to just pretty much hang themselves. Yeah. Well, you know, history only started, what, three weeks ago? Well, yes, after the last time they did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, they've and forgotten these... all about his testimony at the POEC. Like, that never took place, apparently. Apparently. No. Apparently. No. Ooh, are you going to parrot yourself? I just did. Uh, but I didn't hear the... I didn't hear our friend. That's great. Here. Here I've never been on live yeah. television before. But apparently sometimes I don't watch the sh- I don't watch the news. <laughs> <laughs> so we had this, Mr. Grizzly, if you'll put it up. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, boy. Sheer just repeated in the foyer that he thinks Trudeau is corrupt. Now, some people are saying that the foyer is equally protected. Mm, no, it's not. It is not. I, I always assumed it wasn't. Because everybody keeps on saying, why don't you say on the other side of the doors what you just said in the house? Um, so I don't know where that is, but... Um, I know exactly remember, where that is. I built that room. Remember this? Mm-hmm. <sighs> He's the guy that always rushes in quickly. Mm-hmm. Because he got laughed at. Like crazy. And when that one didn't work, then he came out the next day and said, we already have enough evidence to declare to determine that a police investigation is warranted. They didn't, no. and one never happened. So I don't know what's wrong with Sheer, that he keeps on being the guy that comes out and... You know, he Sheer would be the guy in the horror movie, like in se- like seven minutes in, mm. said, yeah, Freddy Krueger's dead. <laughs> don't worry about Jason in the hockey mask. That's, he's just a goalie. That's all. He's fine. Leatherface is he'd just misunderstood. Guy, he'd be the guy that that said, "Like, don't wait up, and I will be back." And hey, what's over? Let's split up. <laughs> no, you'll be you'll be okay. He's that guy. You know the rules of a horror film. No, 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 no. It's okay if you give your virginity to me. Nothing bad will happen to you after this. I'm still a virgin. Immediately, immediately. I'll be here for the sequel. Immediately afterwards, they're both dead. Right. That's the rules, right? You lose your virginity yep. in a horror film, you're dead. Yeah. But, right. Then you'll get the other type of horror movie, like The Screams, right? Mm-hmm. Where they talk he about it. He would that. be in Scream. He'd be sitting there go, but, but, you know, he'd have like whatever implement was used and be on the ground bleeding out. Going, but, but, but I'm a virgin. 
dude, you have three children. How's that possible? We know how that's possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just, I don't, I, look, I'm not, I don't want to spread that rumor. That's, that's a little, I think that's a bridge too far, quite frankly. That's a bridge too far. But we know how that's possible. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not impossible. Well, I mean, let's put it this way. He smiles too much to be an incel, so. Yeah, yeah. He's a little cute. Yeah. He's just ugly on the inside, but yeah. he's got the cheeks thing going on. He's got the baby blues. He's not nearly angry enough to to be an incel. No, he's just dumb as a bag of rocks. Oh, oh, dumber than a bag of hammers. He has the brains of an ice cube. <laughs> I have the brains of an ice cube. <laughs> then record a damn album. <laughs> Drop some beats. <laughs> Give me some rhymes. No, not Ice Cube and Ice Cube. Oh, I have the brains oh, of sorry, an I ice the cube. article there. It's an important one. Ice Cube's a smart man. Are you kidding me? Oh yes. I would never Absolutely. make fun of him. I love the Cube. Guy's got a, yeah. guy's got beats. He's got style. He's, he knows what he's doing. What's not to love? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Grizzly, are we getting close to the end of our show? Oh, yeah, we are. Yeah, I got to run. I got to get out of okay. here. Okay. Two bits of good news. Uh, the Weeknd, right? The singer. Okay, I was going to say not, the artist. Not the days we look forward to, but the singer, <laughs> the musician, uh, has been certified by the Guinness Book of World Records as the world's most popular artist. Oh, wow. Cool. Yep. He has had more than 111 million monthly listeners on Spotify, which is more than Taylor Swift, more than Shakira, or Miley Cyrus, wow. who is second at 82.4 million. Miley second? Miley second. Wow. I thought Taylor would have been second. Me too. Huh. I thought Taylor would have been first. Well, actually. truth be told. Yeah. Way to go. Way to go. Beyonce has a, when Beyonce has an album out, it's usually mm-hmm. her, but. Way to go, Abel. Yes. But it's like 100, 111 million, and second place is 82.4. Wow, that's a big, that's a, that's it's like far and above. Yeah, like 30 million. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's great, you know, great for him. And then there's this thing here, Mr. Grizzly. Uh, this young lady who we've mentioned uh, a few times this year, mm-hmm. if you will put it up, Catherine Sebov, tennis player, late bloomer in her career. Um she has won two titles this year so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, qualified for the Australian Open, her first Grand Slam ever, mm-hmm. and now she's qualified for her first. I think she's played in some one thousands, like the 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 Montreal the Montreal Toronto tournament, but maybe got a direct entry or won a few qualify, you know, or got directly an entry to the qualifications. But this is all her. She got a qualification entry spot based on her ranking, and then defeated people, and she's in the main draw. Very so cool. she's ranked 159th in the world, but she's playing tennis like she's top 64 at the moment. Well, keep going. Keep going. She's been waiting a long time for this. Mm, maybe her day is due. Her day is due. Yeah. I'm noticing that in sports a whole lot more. Late, the late bloomers are... Uh, well, maybe they've just been able to sort out whatever sort of emotional or mental health issues they had, because I believe most, most athletes do have some sort of mental health issue that goes undiagnosed for decades. Uh, and mm, finally, kind of probably. Yeah, yeah, you know, like case in point, Simone Biles in the Olympics bowed out of the vault because she wasn't mentally there and didn't want to hurt herself or damage her. Yeah, she wasn't able to orient herself yeah. in, in space while she was twisting and turning. Which means that's dangerous. You could, you could die, uh, mm-hmm. or maim yourself permanently. Uh, and she didn't mm-hmm. want to either hurt herself or hurt her teammates chances at a gold medal by bringing scores down. So she just bowed out, which is the smart thing to do because she knew she wasn't mentally there. Indeed. Indeed. All right, kids. That is uh, the end of this episode of the True North Eager Beaver, the Daily Beaver Podcast. We hope that you loved listening to us because we loved making this for you. Remember that sharing is caring and word of mouth is priceless. So please let your peeps know about us. And uh, if you really like this podcast, you can find us on the Cryer Media Network, as well as all Beaver Grizzly-friendly platforms. Stars and reviews are appreciated. We love to hear from you. Reach us on our festive book at True North Eager Beaver, our Twitter feed at True Eager, or by email via truenortheagerbeaver at gmail.com. And if you'd like to make sure that you get 
every one of our podcasts as soon as they are ready, then please subscribe to us via our pod page, podpage.com slash the true north eager beaver, lowercase letters with a hyphen between each one of those words. And we'll come straight to you when we have something off the bandwidth. And uh, you may have noticed that yesterday you received a lot from us <laughs> for the bandwidth because we finally got caught up posting our past episodes. Thank you very much for that, Mr. Grizzly. Oh, you're welcome. Really appreciate that. Um, if you are watching this on our YouTube channel, well, why not smash that button, right? Hit, hit Say that you like it, as Kit Elaine says, and then smash that subscriber button as well, please. Uh, we're trying to get to at least 1,000 so that we can monetize the show. So go to our True North Eager Beaver Media Incorporated page on YouTube, and that would help us up big time. Thank you very much. We can't do this without your kind and generous support. So if you feel we've done a particularly good show or, you know, if you're watching here, you can uh, look at that QR code uh, above Mr. Grizzly's head. And if you scan that, that will bring you to our emergency coffee slash hot chocolate fund. Uh, and uh, if you're listening, then you let your fingers do the walking and you go to coffee.com. That's ko-fi.com. Uh, and you backslash eager beaver, all in one word, lowercase letters. And that's where you go to make your donation. We appreciate it. Just like Kit Tavi G has done, uh, Mr. Grizzly. And I believe that Kit Tavi is watching today. So good morning to you. Just sent us just a little thank you. I really enjoy your podcast and sent us a lovely tip. So excellent. Thank you very much, Kit Tavi G. Really appreciate that. And I believe Tavi G is a, a new tipper. So um, we really appreciate it. Thank you very much. We do. Uh, yeah. It, every little bit helps. Every little bit helps. Uh, merch still offline, but we're working on that as we're uh, taking over, as the network is taking over the, the, the supply and uh, distribution of that. So we'll have something for you soon enough when that gets back Thank online. You. From the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying, until next time, dear kids, it could be a tough world out there, so be kind to and gentle with yourself. And uh, hello to Kit Miss Sarika and uh, Kit Canadian A, who are on here watching us this morning, who joined us a little later on. Thank you very much, Kit Jillian as well, Kit Mel, Kit Tim. Thank you so much for joining us. Mr. Grizzly, do you have some words of wisdom for us before we go? Yeah, when 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 you when you experience a migraine like I did last night in the middle of an ASMR show. Ooh. I had to cut it short uh, because it, it came yeah. out of nowhere and it felt like somebody's trying to drill through from my skull uh, inside out. Ooh. It started here and went right to the back. Anyway, when, when you're experiencing that, my best suggestion is to take some whatever painkiller medication you have for migraines, lie down in the dark, in the quiet, cold compress on your forehead. It will help. Oh, it was brutal. Mm. Mm. I hope you feel, are you still feeling it today? or Just, just the tiniest ever so slight bit, enough to, to remind me that it took place. I like to mm. forget about it when it happens, but no, that, that was a bad one. Right, like mm. right in the middle of the show. I had to cut the show early by about 10 or 15 minutes or something. So mm. it happens, life goes on. But if you're interested, you can watch the ASMR and see what happens when I uh, get hit with a migraine. And you can see it actually in my face, how my, my face literally changes in the show. It's on my, oh my. my personal YouTube ASMR channel. Mm -hmm. um, if you are watching on Wednesday, um, our friend Kit Ray, who apparently uh, wants to be, well, we're debating. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Otter says that everybody has to have a Mr. or a Ms. or a Mrs. in front because that's our thing. I don't necessarily think that that's the case, but it seems that Ray wants to be known as either Mr. Duckbilled Platypus or the Duckbilled Platypus. I thought that duh would be the, the Duckbilled Platypus. I like that. <laughs> yes. So there we go. <laughs> We've added another critter. Um, but if you like uh, uh, another Cryer Media Network uh, offering called Around the Horn, uh, I will be. We recorded an episode yesterday, oh, okay. and it will be airing tomorrow on Wednesday. And uh, well, there you go. I will be on that one, and it appears that I will be on it a little more often. It seems that they like me so much they asked me to join. Cool. Nice. <laughs> nice. I've never been this popular in my entire life. Settle down. Don't get a swelled head. <laughs> Don't worry, right, folks. Mr. I'll keep Grizzly. them grounded. 
please, please do. Because like right now it's like, ooh, helio. Settle down. <laughs> Mr. Grizzly, please roll the credits. <laughs> You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, Hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. And a big shout out to Kit Linda, who just said, you're a star, darling. <laughs> well, let's, uh, well, thank you. And uh, I just see here, uh, Miss Sarika sent us uh, something yesterday as well. Yes, I was saving it to mention on tomorrow's show so that oh, we can spread them out. I'm sorry. <laughs> but we did receive it, Miss Sarika, so thank you very much. Well, uh, <laughs> and you'll get a double mention. I put the link to my YouTube in there if you want to see it. Take care, folks. <laughs> see you soon. This is Charles Adler. After a few years of working on radio and television, The Charles Adler Show has evolved to a natural place in 2023. YouTube, podcast, and open RSS. You'll hear the show as it always has been delivered, concise, with context, clarity, and empathy. And as a bonus, the guests will be natural-born storytellers who won't fear telling stories that are personal and emotional. They won't fear uncomfortable questions. Most important, they won't fear me. Follow me on Twitter at Charles Adler and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts.